Hey, it's Donna Rudowitz, and welcome to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond podcast. And I am yet again in Conference Room B, which is Conference Room Beach, with my VP of Operations, Miss Casey Girl, my rescue pup. And we're coming to you on this very chilly but gorgeous day here in Port Jefferson, New York. It's sunny and the um, sun is just glistening right off the water. Really, really beautiful. Very, very peaceful. And it's a perfect place to have my podcast. (laughs) So without further ado, let's talk about today's topic. And today's topic is what do millionaires think? So if you think about someone who is uber successful, right? So when I say successful, I mean not only in wealth, but also in health, in family, in spirituality, right? So they have the full package of wealth, meaning they have great have a great relationship with themselves. They have a great relationship with their family. They have a wonderful income coming through that there's more than enough that their spiritual side is in check and that they're just living an all-around great life. To me, that's the millionaire mind, right? That's the millionaire mind that I strive for. And I know if you're following me and as a divorcing gracefully sister or brother, (laughs) you probably feel the same way. And what I wanted to kind of put out there today is if you think about how a millionaire mind would work, And what someone who is a millionaire, how they think, how they behave, and how they function. This is what we want to model. We want to model wealth in all sense of the term and model it in the way that success comes. So if you think about someone who's a millionaire, do you think that they're going to get tied up in the nitty gritty details of when something goes wrong? right? Absolutely not. They're not going to get tied up. They're not going to be reactive to to the situation. They're going to be responsive. And also, if you think about someone who's uber successful, their time is a precious resource. So they are not going to be spending their day getting caught up in the struggle of other people, right? They're not going to be spending hours of their day on the phone or connecting by the water cooler, talking about their problems and hearing what other people's problems are and just letting them go on and on and on. They just simply don't have time for that because they have made a commitment to themselves that they are important, their work is important, and they're going to prioritize how they spend their time. They're also likely not going to be found watching Netflix all day long and sitting around. Uh, I've been around many, many millionaires as well as billionaires. I've also helped many women create six-figure businesses and upper six-figure businesses. And what I will tell you is the people that are the most successful people in the world are some of the hardest working people in the world. They are the ones that are getting up before anybody else is getting up to get in what they need to get in because they know their day is going to be busy. They're waking up at three or four in the morning to get in their mindset work, to get in their exercise, to get in whatever has to be done before their day starts. Most of the times, the people that I have been around and the people who I've also helped to create million dollar businesses and multiple six figure businesses they are busy. They're some of the most busiest people I know, but they're not busy because they're running around 
like a squirrel and they're just chasing their tail all over the place. They have focused intention. So think about your life. Think about how you spend your day and how every minute and every second is valuable to you. Every minute of your life and every second of your life, as a matter of fact, every breath you take is a valuable resource, hugely valuable to you. So how are you spending your time? If you find yourself, and I want you to look at yourself and sort of do an inventory, but I don't want you to look at it as wrong or right, bad or good, and sort of berate yourself or feel bad about yourself or get into the negative self-talk. What I want you to do, though, is I do want you to take an inventory and see just how much of your time is spent with intentional choices, meaning you are intentionally choosing how you are investing your time. And think about how much time is spent with other people sucking the energy dry out of you. That's the Port Jefferson Ferry. I don't know if you could hear it, but it's leaving port. (laughs) Always nice to have a ferry sound go off when you're in the middle of a podcast, but (laughs) that's the lovely thing about life. (laughs) It's always unexpected. But going back to you, so think about how you are spending your time. Are you investing time in yourself? Are you waking up early before you go to work to meditate? Are you waking up early before you go to work to pray to get your day together? Or are you barely making it in, you know, rushing it into work and barely getting there. And then by the time you get to your desk, you know, you're making a cup of coffee, you're doing what you need to do. And then before you know it, it's 930 or 10 o'clock and and your day's just beginning. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you enjoy and that's what you like. But I will tell you, if you want to create a successful life and you want to slay it in all areas of your life, meaning you want to fall in love with yourself again, you want to create an amazing life for yourself, you want to move up at work. You have people who are following you, people who are watching you. So you want to be the leader. You have a family that you're leading. You want to attract your ideal soulmate. You have to go out there and get it. All right. Life is just not going to come to you. If you wake up every single day, what has been given to you is the gift of your being alive, right? That, that, that is your gift. But now you have to intentionally create and intentionally manifest what you want. You've got to get up and go out there and grab it. And it's not going to happen. Hope is not a strategy. And if you're just going out there and and just kind of letting the day take over and and however the day runs itself, if you're living by that, that's not going to lead you to the success blueprint, right? Millionaire mindset is not allowing life to lead you. It's rather the other way around. It's you leading life. And I remember Dave Ramsey years ago had said something that stuck in my mind forever. And for those of you who aren't familiar with who Dave Ramsey is, he helps people clear and eradicate debt for life. And his belief system is that we should all be living debt free. And I really believe I I like his principles. I've used his principles in the past. But when he was talking about money, he said money is energy. And unless you tell your money where to go, it's going to find somewhere to go and usually it's going to be out the door and it's the same thing with your energy and life and intention if you don't tell your day where it's going to go it's going to go somewhere and likely it's not going to be where you want it to go and I remember one of my most successful students that I've had in the past she was in China and she would be calling and have 
calls two o'clock in the morning her time because that was when the group calls were being had and she would show up for those calls she would wake up at 2 a.m in the morning and it wasn't a complaint there was never a complaint out of her she never complained about being awake at two o'clock in the morning for an hour an hour and a half call and then getting on with her day she always showed up with a sense of gratefulness being gratitude that she's in this place of creating her life and going after it she showed up with a, a sense of, of just being and to what was being taught to her so if you're going to have the millionaire mindset and the millionaire life and have the wealth of, of, a, of a DG sister, right? Again, wealth is in all aspects of having a really healthy income, healthy body, healthy love life for self, healthy love for another person and living life with a partner who you could truly enjoy and who treasures you and loves you. You're going to need to make some adjustments likely to how you spend your day. And the worst thing you could be doing, the worst thing you could be doing is talking about your problems. One of the things that I would recommend that you do immediately is stop it. And I know those two words sound kind of abrupt, but it is the God's honest truth. Stop talking about your problems because if you're talking about your problems and you're talking about how you've been hurt and you're talking about how life isn't going for you and you're talking about how you get the short end of the stick, you're actually creating exactly what you're talking about. Am I telling you not to process it? No. Am I telling you not to have, you know, dedicated time where you could work through it? No. It's very, very important to gain insight and awareness around that and to allow it to process through. But if that's all you're talking about and that's what you're primarily talking about, that's where we need to stop it. What I want you to consider doing is stopping the that type of talk about your past and begin to replace it with your goals for your future of what you want as if you already have it. Like I am in a wonderful relationship with a man who adores me. I am at a job that I love, that I'm showing up for every day, that I am, you know, I have energy for, I have zest for, that in my life I have limitless energy, that I am waking up in the morning, I'm getting in my meditation, I'm eating a healthy breakfast, I'm making sure that my day is being planned out with intention as best to my ability, and I'm living my life full out in love, in gratitude, in authenticity, 100% authentic to myself. And forget about what everybody else is doing. One of the, the another struggle that many, many people have, both men and women, gender means no, it doesn't really mean anything, is the comparison monster, is looking at other people and seeing what they're doing and seeing what they're receiving and seeing what's going on in their lives. And likely, you know, we have very limited lenses, so we're only going to see what we want to see. So if you're feeling lonely, you're only going to see what other people have and you're going to see the married couples and you're going to see all of the connections and that's all you're going to see. And then you're going to create a story in your head and make a meeting around it that they're happy and that they have a great life and why can't you have it and you have such a sucky life and life sucks. But that's not the truth. I want you to understand that your brain works in, in very mysterious ways and it's going to find references for you. And these references are are they going to lift you up or take you down. So instead of having those references take you down and, 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 and make meaning out of something that you're really making mass assumptions for, how do you know that that couple didn't just have a rip-roaring fight, that they actually despise each other, that they can't wait to get divorced, that they're, they're, they're signing paperwork as you speak, 
and as you see them, they really, again, they despise each other, but they just had to go out to get something. You know, they were leaving the lawyer's office to go get a, a cup of coffee or something for whatever reason, right? Like that could be the true story behind it. So be careful of the assumptions that you're making because your brain is going to want to make assumptions and meanings to a story to meet how you're feeling in the moment. So if you feel like shit, your brain is going to look for references and assumptions to make you and feel like shit and to, and to validate you and say, yep, see, see, everybody else has this and I, I don't have this, right? So what we need to do is we need to override it and understand that that's the way the brain functions. But guess what? We could create new reference points. So one of the things that I have my, my clients do when they're working with me personally is we create a list of positive reference points about what we know to be true right? Because feelings aren't facts. But we write the reference points of what we know to be true, what we know to be facts, what we know to stand by. And when our brain goes in the opposite direction, we could refer to our list and, and we could bring ourselves back on track. This is what millionaire mindsets do. Millionaire mindsets don't allow failure to come in and take them down. What millionaire mindsets do is they allow failure to come in and allows them to refine themselves. Because all success was built on a pile of failures. So most people fail, they give up, and they think like, that's it, it's over. But not millionaire mindsets. Millionaire mindset people take failure, and does it, is it hurt? Does it sting? Absolutely. But they take failure and they see it as a process, not a one-time event. They see it as an opportunity to refine, and they see it as an opportunity to grow, and they see it as an opportunity to learn, right? Most most successful people and millionaire mindset people will be reading an on an average of two to three books per month. And that's what I've seen in my leadership circles. Most leadership and successful people will on average read two to three books per month. And they're doing it because they're, they're, they're taking in information they want to learn. They're also, they also have a coach that they work with. They also have a therapist that they work with. They have a team of people around them because the other thing that they know is they can't do it alone and they only know what they know. And the, most, the, the smartest of leaders and, and the smartest of the millionaire mindset people aren't trying to be the smartest person in the room and trying to be the best person in the room. What they're trying to do is they surround themselves with amazing people because they know that a rising tide lifts all ships. And they're not in the comparison game and trying to be the big woman or man on the ship. What they want to do is they want to surround themselves with the, most, the best and, and most quality people that they possibly can because they know that with the right team, they, everybody will be successful. So that's another thing to sort of look in your life and ask yourself, who am I surrounding myself with and who am I spending time with every single day? And if you're spending time with Aunt Sally, who always complains, and every time you see her, by the time you leave, you're, have, you're twitching, you're drooling, you're about to have a panic attack, and that's not someone you need to be spending time with every day. Am I saying that you have to ditch your family? No. But what I am saying is maybe now is an opportunity for you to boundary that where, you know, you still see Aunt Sally, but you see her an hour at a time instead of an entire day. And maybe you have people that call you all the time that complain and constantly texting you and, and calling you on the phone and, and, and taking your attention off of things. Because did you know that it takes on average 15 minutes to gain attention back onto something once you've lost track? So could you imagine if your friends and people are texting you all day long and you're trying to remain focused on something, it's going to be very, very hard for you to have that intentional focus because you're going to be constantly taken off track. 
what I have seen most millionaire mindsets and successful people do is they, they literally will turn off their phone. They turn off all of their messages on, um, you know, on email and they focus on a task for 30 minutes straight or 60 minutes straight. And believe it or not, the simplest of things is a timer. Many people could use a timer on their, on their phone to use it to go off or they'll use it, you know, a simple egg timer, believe it or not. I know it's going back old school, but it works. You set a timer for 30 minutes or 60 minutes and, and you diligently work on a focused intention on whatever task you're having. And at the end of that task, you stop and whatever you completed, you completed and whatever you didn't, you didn't. Because most people have what I call the perfectionism monster and they're trying to make everything perfect. But good today is better than perfect done never. Right? Good is good enough sometimes. You were your own worst inner critic. Am I saying to put out stuff that's shit and, and not, not good? No. Of course you want to reread it and make sure that you're doing a good job and it's quality. But if you're striving for perfection and every day you're not getting stuff done because it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, they will never get done. And millionaire mindsets and most successful people don't wait for it to be perfect. They get out there and they do it. Most of the successful people that I know built their businesses without even having a product. They built their businesses on focused intention and putting something out there and people responding and then they created the product and the service around that. Right? It's, so you don't want to wait. You want to get into life now. You want to begin putting these success principles into practice now. Because you are a divine being and, and living life half-assed or living life as, as, a, a, as a shallow part of yourself is not going to serve you and it's not going to serve anybody. And there's no other greater redemption for mankind than to realize their divinity. Right? As you think and as you expand and as you realize and as you grow, you're going to lift and expand consciousness everywhere. And as you come to understand your life and your purpose and showing up whole and authentic, you're going to give others the permission to do the same in themselves. And only you could be your greatest asset. Only you could be your greatest lover. Only you could be your greatest friend and teacher. And there's no voice that will ever teach you greater than the voice of your own. And, and that's where it's coming inside and stepping into these millionaire mindset principles and practices and defining and intentionally setting your time for the day and not allowing other people to steal your energy, to steal your time, to steal your joy, because that's what people do. People don't mean it. I, I rarely, I mean, being a therapist and being a coach, I rarely have seen someone born really, really with, with evil intent or, or, you know, with the intent to really hurt someone. Most people are born good people and most people are good people. And they're just, just trying to live life on their own. And if they have an opportunity to get something from you to help them, they're going to do it. And it's not because they're waking up in the morning because they have this plan, this evil plan to hurt you or take something from you. But if you allow it, they're going to take it because it's going to help them. So you've got to stop allowing people to come into your life and just take things from you. You've got to make intentional choices of where you're spending your time, how you're giving it away, and what's important to you. Because you matter. 
And you could go day by day by day and seeing other people achieve their goals and you not achieving yours. And it's not because you don't have the skills to do it. And it's not because you can't do it. It's just because you haven't taken it. You haven't set your intention and you haven't made yourself a priority. So instead of complaining about it or looking at yourself in in, in negative ways, reframe it and turn it around and make today the day that you're going to turn it around and you're going to take your life and start creating goals for yourself. You could do this while an authentic self. You could do this while being a wonderful woman, a wonderful husband, a wonderful mother, a wonderful friend, a wonderful worker. You could do all of this at the same time. You don't have to choose one or the other. But what you do have to choose is you have to choose yourself. You have to choose that you're important and that your life is important and that you want to create a life that you want and you're no longer going to just sit by the sidelines and allow life to create itself for you because it's just going to do it. It's just going to be a repeat of the past, right? Your familiar yesterdays will become your predictable tomorrows. It's like the stock market. You could pretty much look at what you've experienced in the past and you could pretty much know what you'll experience in your future. And hey, listen, if you're, if that's what you're happy and you're there, then all the power to you, then don't change anything. Live life that way if that's what you want. But I know as a divorcing gracefully sister, you're here because life is wonderful and you're blessed and, and you're so happy to be here on earth to be experiencing this thing we call life. But at the same time, you know there's something greater for you. You know deep down in your heart that there's something greater. Right? You know that you want a deeper life, a, big, a, a deeper understanding. You know that there's someone out there that you want to be with, that you're going to call your partner and that you're going to love that person. And they're going to love you. You want to be cherished. It's okay to want to be cherished and loved. And it's okay to want to feel safe and connected. But again, you've got to go out there. You've got to take this big drink on life and you've got to go out there and get it. Because waiting for it to come to you is not a strategy. The strategy is action. The strategy is intention. The strategy is focusing. The strategy is setting boundaries. The strategy is living in the millionaire mindset mind and watching what other successful people do. It's planning your day, getting up early, making time for meditation, eating well, exercising, minimizing the time of, of, of toxic people. Surrounding yourself with amazing people and not having to be the smartest one in the room. If you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong group. <laughs> you got to get out of that group. You, you want to be in the room. You want to be the, the, the least smartest person in the room. You want to be around amazing people who are going to lift you and inspire you. Because that's where success comes in and that's where your growth comes in. And that's where your miracles and manifestations come in. And I've seen it time and time again. I've seen women who have come to me in dire straits in all areas of their life. And I've seen people, women that come to me who, who, were, who were almost put together in all areas of life, but maybe one or two things that they needed to work on. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. But what I've seen is I've seen lives changed. I have seen families healed. I have seen promotions given. I have seen things that have happened with bodies being healed reconnections to spiritual sides. You name it, I've seen it. And, and now I, either, you can't tell me that you're too old, too young, too tall, too short, too heavy, too skinny. There's nothing that you could tell me that's going to make me not believe that anything is possible for you because I've seen it. But the common denominator is you've got to believe it for yourself. 
I can't tell it to you. I can't teach you. I can't give you, I could give you gold, but if you're not ready to receive it, it's not going to do anything for you. You're going to reject it a million times. It happens all of the time. I see it every single day where I could help someone and I have the tools, I have the resources to help that person. And I literally know that I could, this could be a life transforming moment for them, but they're rejecting it. They don't believe it and they don't receive it. And that's it. There's nothing else I could do. You have to be the one to be open to receiving. You have to be the one to make the decision that the time is now. So with that said, I'm taking Casey for the rest of her walk. Have a kick-ass day and I'll see you guys on the other side. Bye.